come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits? The Saturday Night Freak Show. <laughs> Welcome back, friends and neighbors, to the Saturday Night Freak Show. I'm your host, Colin. I'm surrounded by a bunch of internet luminaries, including the likes of... Tommy! Brand! Travis! Sean! I feel like I missed something here. And this is the Saturday Night Freak Show. Every week, one of us picks a movie, we watch it, and then discuss it for the enjoyment of you and your friends. And I found one of the best times to listen to this podcast is when you're out mowing the lawn. Uh, you can reach oh, us at uh, Saturday Night hours. Freak Show at yahoo.com. Visit us online, saturdaynightfreakshow.blogspot.com, or on Facebook. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Podbay FM. Tonight's movie was chosen by Tom. And Tom, what did you show us tonight? I picked the uh, Christmas classic, Gremlins. Our first Christmas movie. Yeah, right? I mean, I wanted to get my Christmas. I don't, I don't know if I'll get another Christmas movie, so I wanted to pick my Christmas movie like right now. Good choice. And so I, I chose Gremlins. Because I don't know if I'm going to get another Christmas movie, so this is my Christmas movie. Gremlins always has been, and I feel it's like, as I was watching it tonight, I'm like, man, this movie is just stock full of Christmas references. What's your other go-to Christmas movies? Die Hard? Yeah. Lethal Weapon? Uh, I, I always actually always watch uh, Love Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Gotcha. Yeah. Which this movie feels like it owes some kind of a debt to. I mean, I know that they show you know a scene from It's a Wonderful Life. In the movie, but it, I mean, it does kind of have that like Frank Capra small town Christmas time, you know, feel to it. it. It feels like it's a cross between It's a Wonderful Life and, you know, just because they showed a clip from Invasion of the Body Snatchers, also at the pods and stuff like that. It's like it's a mashup. Yeah, I think part of the reason why this town is so like chocked full of Christmas is you're dealing with a town that, as they say, is on hard times and. Christmas is a time when you know the, 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 they can raise their spirits, kind of forget their problems, and and kinda, boy, they're about to get some. Yeah, the, the, some serious. Kingston Falls is the name of the town. And, yeah, which ironically Slash looks a lot like Hill Valley. Yeah, a lot like Hill Very similar. <laughs> very weird. Very similar, but it's cool because you get to see Hill Valley in the winter. Yeah, there you go. Which yeah, wait, what day? So there. the bank is in place of the diner. The movie theater's in the same place. There's movie a Burger theater, King, yeah. apparently, in, in case. Yeah. You got, you got, yeah, the, yeah. the clock tower is the school, right? <laughs> yeah, no, they, no. The clock, the, the, the clock tower... The, the, the clock tower is still the courthouse, but the, the lawn of the courthouse where, is where the tree farm is. Yeah, I thought that he ran, in, he ran into the clock tower and it was the school. It's no. similar looking, but I don't think it's the same. Hmm. I think yeah. the school, the school is all. actually still the school. Yeah, I think I think they use the same school because the school has like this whole like courtyard. It's not like the courtyard from Back to the Future. It's got like a flagpole and a, it, like a yeah. Because didn't thing. Back to the Future have like a giant like roundabout or something? Oh, it was the square. Yeah, it's the, yeah. They have look at the square. Yeah, which eventually turns into the parking lot. But we didn't watch Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't watch Back to the Future. <laughs> we, we we watched the movie dealing with uh, Gremlins. With a, well, with little Mogwai. green men. Mogwai has three simple goddamn rules. Three. Yeah. Which are? Can't get it wet. Yeah. Don't feed uh, it after midnight. Don't feed it after midnight and avoid uh, light. Bright lights. Bright, Bright lights. Sunlight and kills them sunlight. like vampires. Bright kills it. Bright 
So. Which I don't see would be a bad thing. <laughs> Not after what we saw yeah. happen. Yeah. So I was saying, do you think the Chinese people would like have like Snake Day, like whatever the hell, like <laughs> Ireland did? Or they like, go around with a bunch of sticks. Beating up the Mogwai, chasing the Mogwai. Beating up poor little Mogwai. It's great because at the beginning of this movie, uh, our, our, the the lead of this, the lead of this movie, his father comes home and brings us Billy. Billy's father brings us this Mogwai, right? Which is, as far as we know, is a brand new species. Yeah. There's only one of them that, that's known, right? Well, I don't think it's a brand new species. It's, it's known apparently in native China or something. I mean, especially because if you're going into like this is Chinatown, you imagine in New York. Uh, yeah, this right? is where he finds. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. San Francisco Chinatown or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and you know it's in this old dude's you know basement shop or whatever the hell it is. Which I mean, has to. It's one of the all-time great-looking like you know thrift shops or what. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm always in like nice. every time I go to like I, I I like going to weird pawn shops and like be like. Is there a mogwai? <laughs> looking a for mogwai. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a pawn shop. It's got to have a mogwai in it somewhere hidden in the back. Yeah, you can look for the. I want your special stuff. Your fucking mogwai is hidden in the back. That's right. I mean, well, they're definitely. If it's not a new species, they're definitely keeping it secret because something like that would be on every news station. Like, hey, look at this thing. It can fucking talk. <laughs> but the fucking Japanese <laughs> used it a lot during WWII. That's what's really confusing about this movie. So, Chinese people have the Mogwai, but it's all talking about Japan and World War II being... It's like, well, then who... What is it? Is it Chinese or... Yeah, because yeah, that is Japanese. the inference, right? That it's Japanese because uh, foreign cars. There's yeah. a character who's uh, Chinese. <laughs> Mr. Futterman, right? Oh, yeah. Who he's uh, railing against anything foreign. They put gremlins in the in the engines. They put gremlins in the watches. They put gremlins in the TVs. You know, and then of course <laughs> they so, show up. But yeah, that was the inference being that they're yeah. Japanese. And I mean, like origin. that's the like 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 the movie title Gremlins only come like the, they never actually like. Because it's like, Gizmo is a Mogwai, but then when they transform into the, the Gremlins, they never actually name those things. Right. Well, just, yeah, right. Yeah. You know, it's so just Putterman. Putterman's just like, it's that, I do it. Yeah, gremlins. It's just Billy, cat, like, Billy, Billy makes the reference of, oh man, it's what, it's what Futterman was talking about. They're Gremlins. Yeah. And then th- there is where the whole title of the movie comes from. They're just little fucking And it's monsters. interesting that... In World War Two, they must have bred them to be uh, techno curious. I guess I, I don't know. I just think that's their thing, right? That's the gremlins. It's I mean, the yeah, same it's thing just... with like the Twilight Zone episode, the gremlin on the wing of the plane. That's what they do. They just find electronics and they just fuck with your electronics. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's a funny little. I, I like it. That's always been like one of my favorite myths. I mean, I'm sure as soon as technology came around, it always fucks up on you. So you just have your little. Pixie fairy gremlin thing. I like that Bugs Bunny. For the blue screen of death. You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I just, I guess, like the, I mean, the reason I chose this movie is because like it's always been a favorite of mine ever since I was a kid. And when I when I was really little, like I mean, to me this was I didn't like horror movies, so to me this was my horror movie. This is as far as Tom would go. Yeah, as this far is, as, horror this movies is went. as far as I went for horror movies. At times, it's pretty far. And, and, yeah, and, and it's a lot got of, a brutal streak. And, uh, <laughs> you know, and, and a lot, like, back in, like, the 80s and 90s, when, like, I mean, 
when you would go and try and rent this movie, it would either be in the horror section or in the mm-hmm. comedy section, depending on what place right. rented it. You know? That's true. Um, but, I mean, I just always liked the movie because it was just, it's just so damn funny. Because, like, when the gremlins just show up, I mean, they're just, like, they're just laughing all the time, and they're just having so much fun, and it's so self-referential about everything that it does. True or false that the uh, you identify with the gremlins because basically they are a bunch of little toms. <laughs> True. We've heard we've heard manic tom. They're like manic tom. <laughs> they're like Tom at like three years old. Yeah, that's basically. I imagine Tom at three years old, looking the exact same, just smaller. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you were saying it was a horror movie. It was directed by uh, Joe Dante. Uh, and the cool thing about, you know, Dante was a guy who started with uh, Roger Corman and worked his way up through, like, exploitation movies and then uh, uh, did Piranha and then uh, uh, The Howling. And he has, like, this kind of ongoing thing where, you know, every movie that he does, I want to say, pretty much has, like, he brings, like, the same characters along with him. Not the characters, but actors. Uh, Dick Miller, you know, who was in uh, Roger Corman's Bucket of Blood and uh, Little Shop of Horrors, he's, um, you know, in these Mr. Futterman in this, and he's been in a bunch of other uh, Joe Dante movies. And it seemed like most of the cast of The Howling showed up showed up in this, including the, the last movie I remember face. Futterman in was Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. Yeah, I don't know if he's working so much. I mean, he's old. Oh, he was, yeah, in, he's you know, actually he's in, uh, or he was in Pulp Fiction. He was the guy who owned. The uh, the junkyard that Raquel, you know, mm. it's like her dad, and Joe's she's in a what? shot. Yeah, Joe, right? Yeah. He there's a deleted scene where it's, it's oh. Dick Miller. I'm like, holy shit! Oh man, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. He was the garbage man in the Burbs, right? Yeah, yeah. That's a yeah. Joe Dante film. In Inner Space, he's in that. That's a Joe Dante Inner film. Space. Inner Space. Yeah, so. actually, even the latest Joe Dante movie that I saw was called The Hole, which probably didn't. I don't think it really came out here. And wide release, but yeah, there's just a scene where like the doorbell rings and this girl answers the door and it's Dick Miller, and then like something else happens, the phone rings or whatever, and so she slams the door on him, and that was his cameo <laughs> in the movie. So just to get him in the Joe Dante movie, they like made up a, a moment. Come hell or high water, that guy's gonna be in the movie. Yeah, yeah. but and the uh, always, always fabulous Phoebe Cates. Phoebe Cates is uh, Billy's girlfriend, and wow, she's still like stone cold sexy. So yeah, this, this is, is this is man, Phoebe. This is is this is, 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 is this, is this, slow. Uh, is this like this is post post yeah. two years after two years after Fast Times two yeah. years after Fast Times where she had that classic classic scene. Shakespearean like, scene. She was like yeah. nineteen in that movie. <laughs> Yes, yeah. she was. No, so. I mean the only thing the only thing <laughs> that I've always been curious all about like woman. is like like A, I mean like have you seen Phoebe Cates in anything recently? And have you seen Billy in anything since Gremlins? Well, I heard Phoebe Cates is in a few things. Drop Dead Fred. I'm well, sorry. I mean yeah. no like recently. <laughs> don't be sorry. Recently. Yeah. Don't be sorry. It's Drop Dead Fred. I don't know. I can't name what it is recently, but <laughs> I heard no. she has done a few small things recently. Yeah. But she doesn't need it. She's, She's married only been to like Kevin Klein. Yeah. yeah, she she went and became a mom and mm-hmm. did that whole thing. And yeah. Zach Galligan, aside from Gremlins too, he mm-hmm. had uh he was in the Waxworks movies. There are these uh 
like oh, horror yeah. films where there was like a wax museum, but you get sucked into the display and it gave them an opportunity to do like the zombie movie, the werewolf movie, the Dracula movie. There were two of those he was in. Weird. Yeah. It's like him and the Fright Night guy. Yeah. They got like which, the same screen presence and yeah. and they should have both done something more. Yeah. Just At least Fright Night got Herman's head. I don't know what this guy is. And got. Justified recently. Is he? Cool. he? Well, he was in like the first two seasons of Justified. What? He, the, the Fright Night guy was he was uh, Raylan's ex wife's new husband. Weird. That's oh yeah, okay. right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So Gremlins. Uh... Gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like the That's... fact that early on you get a sense of this family life, uh, Billy's family life. You have this dad that's an inventor, but he's also the salesman for his own inventions. So he's off on the road, always peddling his shit, but nothing ever works. Yeah, it's there's great visual gags where he like yeah. just every scene That's is like peppered with like people trying really, to operate yeah. his shit. The, the great the greatest is that when you first see that juicer in the morning, it's like this gigantic juicer in the frame of the screen. It's ominous. Yeah, well, it's a pyramid shape. Yeah, they even yeah they even have the ominous music and Billy comes in kind of you know eyeballing it yeah. as he goes to get his glass. And he his readies juice himself. Glass. It's like all right, we're gonna do this. Yeah. Well, every time they go to use a machine, they're like, (laughs) "All right, (laughs) this might be the time that it works." All right, we're gonna we're gonna crack an egg. Uh, But what I want to know is, what's the machine that actually works that is sustaining this way of life? That's what I want to know. It's his. It's his bank job. It's Billy's bank job. Remember when they say... Billy's Gerald, making the house payments? Yeah, that's that? true. Yeah. 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 yeah, It's when they, they say to Billy that you're you're holding up your family. Yeah, Who says that true. to him? Uh, Gerald, his yeah, nemesis. Gerald, his, his, his oh, like, yeah. bank, bank nemesis. Judge I'm 23. I'm Judge Reinhold. I'm back to the future. Or Beverly Hills Cop. Him and Phoebe Cates back, back together after Fast Times. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, But, you know, you were saying, though... At the beginning, uh, the father is able to spend two hundred fucking dollars on a, on a Christmas present. So there's got to be some money. I think maybe it's from the uh, what was the, the the bathroom buddy? Yeah, but the 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 there's a co- the company is interested in the bathroom buddy, but they had already purchased and were selling. Was that whatever his? The, fu- the that kitchen they were, companion that they had purchased. Yeah. Yeah. Was that something I think, he had made? I think he made the like, kitchen oh, companion, also, and, okay. and that actually took off, and now he's like trying to come up with the next. Well, I mean, and, and they always say, like, your father, I mean, the, the mom says your father inventions work great when they first. Yeah. When, like, when uh. he first makes them, they work great. <laughs> but then, you know, it's like, yeah. They drop off pretty quick. Yeah. 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 So what was the thing? There was the thing for cracking eggs. Yeah, there was the the juicer. The juicer. There, was, uh, there was the fly swatter thing. Yeah. Which, can we just go back to the <laughs> cracking eggs thing? What, what happens to those shells? I mean, yeah. there's, there's nothing. The, uh, the speed at which that beat comes that. down. Yeah, yeah. I smashes mean, those eggs. That was just awesome. That like, honey, can you dim the lights? And she goes. There's a lamp right there, and she goes and reaches and pulls out this gigantic like it looks like a walkie-talkie. Has to pull the antenna out of it to try and. Yeah. That was yeah. just hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> so this movie is like obviously about like technology versus like what old natural way. I mean that's really pushed throughout this whole thing that this is this new world of like. You know, when he's talking to the Chinese guy, he's like, imagine you're on a bus, a plane, a train, you know, and the guy's looking at him like, I would never fucking step foot on any of those goddamn things. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like with disgust. And, like, I like how, like, the Chinese grandson, he's wearing, like, a 
a, a Yankees hat, and like you can tell he's all Americanized and modernized. The second movie with there's a Chinese kid wearing a Yankees hat. Well, yeah, right. It's this is a Steven Spielberg presents movie, and the last time we saw an Asian kid in a New York Yankees hat was Temple of Doom, which right. was which the, was the same, same year. year. Yeah. Yeah. Which Rob. they kind of give a shout out to with the Rock and Rick Rialto or whatever. Yeah, yeah. billboard yeah, for a DJ, and it's all in the Indiana Jones font. He's wearing the which is great because you hear that DJ the whole way through this film. <laughs> Everybody's always, you know, he's kind of he's one of the expositioners. He's He's keeping you up on the story, like what these fucking things, these gremlins are up to. And by the, well, I don't want to jump to the end, but it's pretty great. Well, yeah. and and Spielberg himself shows up in a cameo as uh, whatever the fuck he's driving by, driving by at, the, at, a, thing, at yeah. a trade show that the dad's at. He just walks yeah, by at that trade show. Sean, I think you pointed out with the, the original, original from like the. Uh, from the the time machine from H. G. Uh, Wells, from, it's time from machine. time machine, right? From H. G. Wells, yeah, is off in the background, and there's someone sitting in it, and then they cut away because the dad's having a conversation, and then when we cut back to the dad, the thing has gone back in time, and yeah, the people look around going, "What the hell happened?" <laughs> but it's just like one of those like sight gags. It really is in the background. Robbie the it's, robot, yeah, the with robot. the original voice yeah. from uh, there's. There's a in the in the toy store. There's a ET. It's toy. just chocked full of ET. And there's a when the phone home when the gremlins yeah. are when she, the mom's on the phone talking with Billy and the gremlin reaches up and goes phone home and rips the rips the lines rips out. the lines. Yeah. There's uh, the movie theater that's playing A Boy's Life, which was the original working title of ET, and, and Watch the Skies, which was the original wor- working title of Close Encounters. Yeah. There's. Snow White and Seven Dwarfs, obviously. Well, the whole thing, I mean, it, you know, there was, there's the, you know, <clears throat> I mean, it's underscored when that gremlin bops his head and hears the Tweety Birds, you know, <laughs> yeah. at some point they're watching, like, I think some old, like, Roadrunner cartoon on one of the televisions. I mean, it does really have that kind of, uh, you know, Warner Brothers old, you know, Looney Tunes. Kind right. of, actually, Joe Dante, didn't he direct Space Jam? <laughs> I want to see that was his too. Yeah, really? I mean, he's he, had like a lifelong thing with like you know. Didn't Looney he Tunes dire- in the Twilight Zone movie? Didn't he direct the episode uh, with the kid? Yeah, yeah. With yeah. The kid. I can't remember the name of that damn episode. Oh, I can't remember it either. I can't either. We sent some old cornfield. Yeah, and that's the one that's based cornfield. off of. Yeah, but yeah, he did that. Uh, it's called it's a wish it's something. A, it's a uh, it's a wonderful life. No, it's not. A, it's a wonderful life. <laughs> it's something. I mean, but, but it's, it's something similar close to that. that. It's I can't think of it right now. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, that one. But well, anyway, out. yeah, that's all the cartoony. Thing, that thing that pops up at the end is very uh, reminiscent. Well, what you were talking about earlier, Travis, that that uh, that sentiment of uh, you know technology versus you know uh, whatever. It's, whatever. It was, Natural, I don't even know. Yeah, like the old way. Let's the say. old way. Yeah. Be uh, careful with your mogwais. That ends up. <laughs> At the end of the movie, they do like a, um, you know, like a close. That is how it closes up. Is that the old guy comes back and, uh, you know, reclaims the gremlin, and he's upset that the American family has let him watch television. I mean, it is kind of like you know, the kid has the, you know, is all yanking out, and it's like now you're corrupting the, uh, you know, with your your society. This is what you do with, you know, right? Yeah. The cautionary tale of. Because it's like if you build technology, then gremlins can mess with it, or right. they're dependent on, the, <laughs> dependent on the technology, and then the gremlins come in and just fuck you up. I guess it's I guess like what maybe the 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 story is supposed to be like 
even though we create even though we have technology we never have the responsibility to use that technology is that what the whole meaning or of respect this? for the old ways and our technology i don't know that's why our know, technology yeah. keeps breaking down i mean even with the the tractor the only thing that uh putterman or futterman's using the tractor for is to get to the bar He's, he's not even he doesn't that. have a driver's license. That's like the he's a drunk. one way you know a drunk. Right. He's yeah. using some alternative. Like technology but is a distraction. <laughs> like we're not, yeah. you know, because of the technology, we're not concentrating on things like, you know, that's why it says you you're, you are not ready. It's, you know, you're not concentrating on the Mogwai and the rules. And there's a TV. Yeah, there's a TV featured in like every single scene of this movie. You know, I mean, it what? starts on the TV and then the scene plays out. That actually kind of gives me like something else I noticed this time that I haven't seen any t- other time that I've watched this movie, but it has like a real obsession with the technology of movies. Yeah, There's, you know, they go to a movie at the end of the, of the you know, the, they go to Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs where the uh, gremlins are in the theater and that's how they're going to stop them, but I mean you see the mechanics of how the projector works, you get behind the projector, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a 16 millimeter projector featured in prominently yeah. in the classroom, yep. there's always TVs showing well, movies but, in the... Well, there's, a, there's a scene in the mall where it's, I mean, there's... Uh, Spike shows up on the TV, and uh, then uh, you realize that there's a video camera, which Mm -hmm. is like new for that time. The video camera says, see yourself on TV. And you know yeah. he's using the, the video. I used to camera. love those. Well, I like that because you just have you have to have technology for like the gremlins to work. This you is know, true. you need. I mean, number one, it's brilliant when it comes to like. I mean, think about budgeting a movie and being able to have like just a you know, uh, electronic turn on and that symbolizes something to the audience that the creature's there running around. I mean mm-hmm. it's pretty brilliant. You gave me inspiration there. It'll come back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wait for me. <laughs> pretty brilliant. Pretty so that's very good I'm gonna take point. this opportunity to talk about a traumatic moment for me being a Back to the Future lover. What the fuck? This oh movie <laughs> this movie shot in the same lot, they blow up the fucking theater. <laughs> But I guess I guess Marty does crash into that. He does. Scene. Marty yeah. crashes into the. They'll just rebuild thing. it. Yeah, that's probably the one part yeah. of the yeah. set. Yeah. Where's that set? What, what year, what year was this? At the Warner Brothers back lot? No, it's at Universal that's, actually. Yeah, yeah. 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 Universal. yeah. Then it you guys burned down been? in like ten, there. twenty years ago, something it's like awesome. that, didn't it? No, it burned down. A lot of it burned down like five years ago. Oh, there was, was another fire. Like there was a big fire, the one you're talking about, twenty years ago, where a lot of that. Yeah, there was a fire in a burning. The question is, 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 like, is it's a wonderful life? Was that filled on like the old Universal slot before that? I couldn't tell you. Because sure. you know, it almost seems like the same. You know, the same it, street. It's a, this, it, it's a wonderful life. Pretty much takes place on that same street. Yeah, and too. the psycho house is just down the road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah, right around the corner. <laughs> yeah. Then you run yeah. into King Kong, yeah. and there's Jaws. He's in his little pond as well. It's yeah. all there. It's, it's all there. It's all there. It's all there. The movie make it one on one, man. You go to there. It's just <laughs> a magical world. Like, it is. man, Hoth is like <laughs> down the street. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I got it. Right. You, oh. Travis said about when <laughs> you're budgeting back. a movie, <laughs> that spurred off in my mind. Like, how do you budget this movie when it, it's one of those things where it seems like it's a kind of a, you know, I mean, obviously this was a, a large. You know Steven Spielberg production, but like, how many puppeteers were involved in some of those later day seats? I mean, specifically the bar 
which is like a big you know set piece for the gremlins and then in the movie theater well, and there's just like you see an entire theater a full bit. of all these <laughs> you know gremlins doing something the worst stop motion offender is probably like the street where they're coming out of the dark yeah where they're coming out of the dark mm-hmm. like you see the army of um, I'll tell you I thought that was an awesome show. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. it is an awesome yeah. show. I'll give that a passing. Yeah, passing. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I find no problems cool with that. Show, like, I don't no. find any problems with any of the the animatronics or puppeteering no, this mean, movie. They did like, what they I had don't. To do. I think it's great. It's like, st- like, I mean, yeah. it, does it still hold up today? I mean, like, no, yeah, probably not. not. The composite I mean, shots. No, yeah. Like well, even even the animatronics, you know, even the gizmos and the gremlins. No, I mean they're really good, but I don't think like today we would we would CG all right. Well, we would, but but it wouldn't. I mean, I think. They still look. I mean, I prefer this. This looks good because they have like. I mean, you could tell like Gizmo. It's like a larger built head. Right. When they do the close up. Because I mean, that shit's really just the movement of it. It's like that's why puppeteering is awesome versus Mm. to me CG. Yeah. You know, because they have the really minor things that really add character and humanistic uh, qualities to the puppets. Where I think even though we our CG's looking better and better and better, we're still missing some of that shit. Right. And today, the human element. Yeah. Uh, right, and today if they made it like those gremlins, the gremlins would be like much faster, and they'd be jumping around all over the place, mm-hmm. and like it wouldn't feel uh, obviously it wouldn't feel as real. Like I'll take this over that any day. Well, that's the thing, you know, that I when I'm watching these, <clears throat> you know, I'm I'm more keenly aware of, you know, like obviously this is fake. Where with CG, it's like you know it's fake to the extreme, but they can, you know, the guy can move all over the screen freely. In this, it's like okay, so Billy goes to pick up Gizmo. And then, you know, that either cuts to, like, another version of Gizmo. Or the camera moves animated. in, where they give him yeah, the other like, version of yeah, Gizmo. He's yeah, he's putting it, setting it down, yeah. and then he picks something else back up that's, you know, obviously the one with the radio control in it. That's why I have him yeah. back, Gizmo in a backpack's pretty genius. Yeah. It's right. pretty, yeah. like, sweet. <laughs> I think, and the cutting, when Gizmo first gets wet, the cutting of the ball growing is genius in this film. It does. Yeah. They yeah. do it very sure well. Did, yeah. yeah. Well, they just it, either sucked it through or pushed it out, right? Well, it's yeah. just the yeah, whole. Right. I mean, it's just the thing standing with air. Yeah. It gains more like hair or material as it goes. Right, it's and it's done very well. It feels mm-hmm. seamless, you know, based on like the cutting to the yeah. Billy's reaction or whatever. Yeah. They and this do. is like I said, he can't Chris see Wallace, the guy that worked on the Fly and the Fly Two. Yeah, actually, yeah. I should have looked that up to see what else he did because I mean, like, clearly, he's, I real, mean, he's, he's one of the lowest. Like, he's not thought of as. Yeah, like, he's not a Stan Winston or. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, he was doing pretty big stuff back in the the hoo ha day. Yeah, I mean, the Fly. I mean, because you look at that movie, and that's like this. I mean, it's one of those things where like the movie is sold on its creatures. You know, it's like you gotta. It's gonna be like wall to wall. You know, to, but you get to the end of this movie, it's gonna be like camera close ups on these things. And they have to, you know, they have to sell. And, you know, in both of those movies, it's like fucking brilliant. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah. awesome, awesome makeup effects. And I mean, that's what that's one of the thing, reasons why I like I like Gremlins because like a lot of monster movies don't show the monsters very often. You know? Yeah, for and this sure. one, there's fucking Gremlins. That's like, what you want all to the time. See. There's right. Gremlins all the time. And just doing the most off the wall things. I mean, the bar scene, the bar is, scene is a is visual feat. That's just hilarious. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. There's so much stuff going on. In that bar scene, that uh, bar scene is probably my favorite scene in the entire movie because it's just like there's they got the flash dance one, <laughs> the leg warmers, it's two like they're they're all getting drunk in various ways. They're all just laughing at each other for playing poker, drunk, shooting playing guns, poker, picking boogers, smoking cigarettes, smoking, smoking cigarettes. cigarettes. There's one like he's like 
sitting in a he's like sitting drinking Jack Daniels by himself. It's kind of the super moody. Is that because I, I went to Humphrey Bogart right away with that guy? But yeah, is that, uh, so, yeah, they put on yeah, some blues. Uh-huh. I thought I, I went to kind of like I, I pictured him as like, as like an old black man sitting there listening to the blues. Yeah, too. You know, that's why he like has the little chicken. I thought that was funny. Puppets using puppets. He takes a hammer and fucking smacks it upside the head to knock him out. Yeah, that's insane. Never not with, within arm's reach of a hammer. No. Because so. even later in the theater, there's the one guy who walks by, and then you see the hammer walk by, and you hear, <laughs> plonk, off screen. <laughs> very, very Looney Tunes. I mean, all that it, stuff it does. is great. It gets very great sight gigs. It is. Uh, I looked up Chris Wallace. So apparently he did. Uh, the, he was responsible for the close-up dragon in Dragon Slayer. That was awesome. Arithmetic pejorative. I love that name for a dragon. Uh, he did creature design on uh, Return of the Jedi, then did the creator of the monsters and gremlins, Enemy Mine, The Fly, Mine. House 2, The Second Story, Fly 2, Arachnophobia, Ooh, nice. Hot Shots, Naked Lunch, and then... So that's, that's like he's working every year, pretty much, right? He's doing that's solid 91. work. And then there's nothing until 2012 where he did wow. Elf Man. I'm like, the fuck? And then in 2013, China Bigfoot, Legend of the Yaren. Weird. Anybody? He went over Anybody? <laughs> and nope. What the hell happened to Chris Well, Wall? he directed the fly too well it's That's also <laughs> you know well you know what i'm thinking uh 91 was the year that wasn't that t2 2 was released so that was Whoa, the end, uh, we got practical. silver guys <laughs> he's we like need... fuck there goes my whole career yeah. oh well i guess i'll just <laughs> like, oh well i'll just go to stan huh, winston I'll just... Yeah. On and uh, we'll be good stan will fill in the gaps yeah. and we'll, we'll, well the stan winston there. studios they were you know uh, the thing i think that kept them on the edge is they learned how to do like you know modeling that type of uh creature modeling in virtual space and, you know, created... When did Weta ZG. take over? Uh, we didn't hear Weta until the, Lord, the first Lord of the Rings movie. Or no, sorry, uh, The Frighteners, I think, was the first. I was going to say, they yeah. did effects work on Frighteners. Mm, that yeah, was they their, did like, before that. Layup for... So who, who's, who's, the, who's the big names now? Is K&B. Well, K&B still, still, does, still does a lot of practical, ILM. especially, like, Walking yeah. Dead and ILM's like that. everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I don't even know what the fuck happened to James Cameron's digital domain. You remember that? That just went from? bankrupt. He, like, that, put yeah. all his money into searching I, yeah. for Titanic. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I couldn't There's believe that. Digital domain went bankrupt. Yeah, because now it's all these little tiny boutiques. When you watch a movie, you know, at the end they credit like four or five visual effects houses, you know, like... Yeah, uh, yeah they, well, that's yeah. all it is. It's farmed out to like 10, 12 different effects houses that is why effects you, work done. You get some effects that look cartoony, some that look real, because you got different, like, basically different directors in a way. Yeah. Right. And different teams working on everything. But who do you still go to for your like big scale monster makeups and stuff? I'm trying to just think. Just KMB. Like, well, Rick Baker still does a bunch of stuff. Did he do Hellboy two? I want to say he designed Hellboy, but Hellboy two was a movie that like I'm thinking of the Troll Market and all that stuff where they had like I lots that was of just KMB or whoever. Who does Guillermo del Toro use a lot? Now he's using some Mexican outfit. There's some I can't remember what their name. Hey is. Guillermo. Yeah. You want us to do a movie? Yeah. <laughs> we make you a dragon man. But, uh, I think Stan Winston's still around. Phil Tippett is still around. The guy who made Jurassic Park dinosaurs. Um, yeah. So, how long are we going to go without mentioning Corey Feldman? 
Uh, we can go. <laughs> this was the same well, his year. His part's not even that big. Friday the Thirteenth Part. I was gonna say. I was thinking about that. How far is this off from Part it's Four? It's the same year. So well, this is the movie that kind of like really edged close. him into. Like, well, I'm sure mainstream. he shot Friday. Then they saw that. Right, they're like, yeah. oh, we'll we'll chop him around Hollywood. And speaking of effects work, that's yeah. uh, Part Four with Savini, wasn't it? Uh huh. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he's since retired. The CG. Well, yeah. Well, plus, because oh yeah, because Savini can do face appliance and do the throat, like. Slitting open. There's Tom Savini. Did it? Did it? You know that's why he tried to become an actor in the '70s yeah. <laughs> or the '80s. He's like, "Ah, eh, do you see that? Blood came out the throat. <laughs> Ta-da! Makeup. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I got." I mean, he's one. Of, I mean, he he's like the lead. He's one of the leaders because he was the first to be able to do gore makeup. But then everybody surpassed him. Like he never even got into animatronics all that big. And once you got Little, into, like, I mean, like when I saw, it was the first. Um, Resident Evil movie was the first time I saw like a zombie which was you know Savini was responsible for all the Romero zombies and uh, you know especially Day of the Dead I think it's his Day of the Dead's at least his show yeah that's awesome zombie but in Resident Evil there's a zombie that shows up where you can like see through it there was like a part of it missing it was a dude with a you know CG hole in his head and I'm like well this is the fucking future right here you don't (laughs) need Tom Savini anymore now you can actually put a hole in a guy's head yeah you know that you can see through so well look at like Shaun of the Dead where the lady stands up off the pole and yeah. will look through her. You know, yeah. it's just like, oh my god. Savini can't do that. But I mean, I still <laughs> love puppets. Uh, I mean, like, because I, th- I mean, I think the animatronics were really good in this. Very they good. are. Yeah. They're very yeah. good. I mean, just they're, they're so expressive. Because I was looking, trying to figure out like how many, you know, how many uh, articulated motors did they have? I mean, obviously on like the noses. And the eyes and the eyelids. Noses, and eyes, there's mouths, at least ears. Like, all throughout the mouth. Yeah, there's yeah. at least like three pivot points, or at least two pivot points on the lips that it could move. I'm like, man, that's just, you know. The ears yeah. are fucking crazy, too. Yeah. yeah. How many puppets do they go through? Like, different, you know. You they gotta have, at least have, like, one guy for they have the, the blender puppet. They have the. the oh. You know, the, well, but that's all the hidden, gore right? puppets. I mean, yeah. That's hidden. That's, they don't really show. It's mainly legs. Yeah, know? they don't really show. I mean, but they like, only show a few puppets really get, like, decimated it's yeah the, like microwave puppet the microwave and, puppet is the best yeah that's still that's, <laughs> that that's a great scene that's a great scene puppets. i mean yeah. imagine yeah just i mean that's i mean that whole scene is my favorite scene in the movie the when the gremlin with the christmas tree uh in the christmas tree yeah. attacks that's just like a really violent attack on the, on the you can see the, the guy mother the poor mother in the back can you oh yeah if you go back and look it's, it's plain as day oh, he's, he's in like the christmas he's in, tree suit yeah he's like in feldman was yeah he's like, in like he's <laughs> like you can see it, a red shirt you can see his face you can see him push over the tree and attack her oh wow like right off to the side oh yeah plain oh, as day oh, I, gotta <laughs> see that. I was gonna point it out but i, I thought did. like everybody i thought i was gonna be pointing out something that everybody oh, else was was like, yeah oh, no, you you you're so caught up in the action yeah plain as day because i mean that's one i love mothers in in trouble i don't know why in movies mothers in trouble that's so much that's just interesting and it's so great the way they set that scene up because you see these these uh, uh, gingerbread cookies, or that they're you know she's been making all day, and as after she saw the cocoon fucking thing, I mean she don't even like <laughs> right. Hey, the Mogwai thing did this weird thing, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make cookies. But that's and that's again that's the '80s, uh, you know the '80s mentality. Like, ah, eh, it's cool. It's whatever. new. Yeah. It's all right. We'll, we'll it's, deal with it. Yeah. But then later on, yeah, like you, I, I think the payoff is you see one of the gremlins eating the ginger, gingerbread uh-huh. man, yeah. and that's like you know, like that's the fuck you to the mom that's been making these cookies all day, and she takes. Oh, you're them looking all. into that. 
Whatever. <laughs> Fuck you, Mom. I'm trying. Jesus I'm going to eat your cookies. Now, yeah. the question is, is, what is the deal with the gremlins and their obsession with, like, junk food? Because, like, one grabs... They just want to like, eat. But the, no, they don't, they, dude. Don't, they don't just want to eat because one grabs an apple and he eats an Whoa. apple. Well, then he goes... Yeah, right. Well, because, I mean, gremlins are, I mean, look at, they drink, they smoke, they eat junk food. I mean, it's all this, deli- this like, delinquent shit, you know, it's all chaotic. Yeah. They're just chaos incarnate, you know? Yeah. 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 They are Gluttonous chaos. little yeah. monsters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I love everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so the... That's gremlins. At some point, too, the, uh, the music in this is, oh, like... Oh, brilliant. You should hum it. Oh, dude! My favorite part is when they first bring, when they first bring the uh, the first gremlin or the Mogwai that uh, after uh, after Gizmo uh, uh, duplicates or replicates whatever you want to say, uh, and they bring one of them to the high school teacher, and it's, what is it? As soon as he like opens the box, that's when you really first hear the the first chime of it. Where I mean, it's really, I mean, I mean, it's loud. It's I mean, it's, it's like magical, even though you're only looking at the black teacher's face. I mean, that's all you're doing is looking at his face, but it's going plunk, 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 mm-hmm. plunk, plunk. I mean, I was just like, dude, this is awesome, and we're yeah. not even looking at anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, well, Kula lot. I mean, that was, you know, I think you guys were talking about earlier how, like, you get to see the monsters, but it really does, like, take its time. You know, I mean, there's a reveal. You know, it's like it slowly, you know, even with Gizmo, they don't show you him right off the bat. I mean, yeah. it takes a little while yeah. before you see him. But with the the monsters, once they go into the cocoon, then it's like you see its shadow moving. You there see is the a little hands. bit, yeah. Uh, even the first time you actually get to see a full one is it when it pops out of a, yeah, a and it's cupboard. And the camera and the camera moves, moves. away. Yeah. So it's like still, you know, like you're like I saw something, <laughs> but yeah. I'm not quite sure what I saw. But then yeah. you know they yeah, it's nice. That it only right? takes like whatever. Like almost like 10, 10, 10 minutes of of uh, hiding the creature per like you know the first the Mogwai, then the gremlin, they don't like sit there and beat around the bush like no not yet yeah it gives you full on gremlin action oh, full yeah, on gremlin go. action mm. <laughs> yeah I mean Ooh, gremlin on gremlin action gremlin on gremlin I have forgotten how much gremlin action there is in this film. Like I remember the second one being a lot, but this this one, uh, you know, it's, oh, it's, a lot. it's right up there. Now, there's no female it's... gremlins except no, there the, is. There's, there's the one. In well, drag. there's one who cross dresses. There's well, the one in drag. Well, but that's yeah. all you got for a gremlin chick. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, only because a, it's it's, no, well, it's there's a, no there's no need for a female. It's gremlin. only a like, bitch. It's, not how they produce. it's just a special thing in part two when they make the female one. Yeah. In, the, in the gene splicing right, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. gremlins like are they're gender uh, gender, <laughs> gender neutral. Gender yeah. neutral. They could be, well they're like Bugs Bunny, right? They can be you know, that's the point, right? Yeah. They can yeah. just put on a dress and be a girl if they want to. Plus it, it's one it's basically one gremlin look and you can replicate those and have like a oh, yeah. hundred of them in a theater. You just that's gotta true. change their I, uh, for the first costumes. I've got a toy of the uh the uh, flashing gremlin, <laughs> but but as much as I love the toy, I had to I cut I cut the rubber jacket off because yeah he's like the only gremlin toy that just looks like a gremlin. He doesn't have like any accessory. He doesn't have a certain look. He just looks like right. a gremlin. But does he have the shades? Well, yeah, but I you know I, I cut the rubber jacket off so I didn't keep his shades. Which and he's changed a lot underneath. in the second one, didn't it? Well, yeah, like, it's all like in the first one. It's as far as gremlin design goes, like, it was all the... Ab- the second one basic. looks pretty fucking good, though. Uh, no, I'm not saying it doesn't look good. Like, in the first one, it's all, like, uh, like template gremlin design. 
Like they all, yeah, but stri- except for look, Stripe, except for Stripe, they all mostly look well, the same. Well, I mean, he looks the same. He's just got a white stripe right. on his head. He's yeah, a little bit, I mean, the second one, I mean, that changes a lot. They all have different looks to go yeah, with their personalities. The one, There's the goofy one. Like a, yeah, they made a like a all cast are, yeah, of bad right. guys. All are different. All look a little did, bit different. Did Dante direct the second one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, did he? Yeah. And Jerry Goldsmith is the guy responsible for that music. He did. Uh, I mean, he won. Did he win the Oscar for the Omen? Uh, Ave Satani, yes. and he did. I mean, like the Rambo theme. That's him. I mean, that guy. Yeah, win war. He, you got to be like, Cold did war. Alien. I mean, he did. You know, <laughs> so like everything for years. You said Rambo. Rambo. Did I miss it? Rambo is that's part two. That's in part two. That's part two. That's that's even the part in part two. The only way to win war is to become war. <laughs> yes, I like that. I like how Gizmo watches TV and is inspired by TV. Inspired, yeah, yeah, yeah they, they're like Because he never like. Well, I don't know. I guess. See, that's the only problem with part two. Is part two follows the same like character beats as part one. Because I mean, in this Gizmo learns to fight back against against Stripe and whatever. And he does the same thing in part two. Like, it's always about Gizmo breeding these fucking things and then having to fight well, against them. Because they hate Gizmo. They just know Gizmo is going to, like, try to fuck yeah. their fun up or whatever. Yeah. So they just know they... Yeah, it, it, it really right. is a textbook sequel. I mean, it's, it's just... A textbook. But there's a bigger. lot of... Oh, my God. Mr. Clamp, dude, that guy, yeah. that actor, is so fun in that it's movie. It's just that second one is, like, so much fun. I mean, that was yeah. what I didn't expect from number two. You know, I was watching it, and I'm like, oh, my God, this movie is just, like... You know, balls to the wall hilarity. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's right. crazy stuff going on, and even Clamp, he's supposed to be you know this uh, Trump like evil industrialist, but even he's like a decent, <laughs> right? likeable funny, guy. Yeah. guy. Yeah. Exactly. You know, yeah, yeah. In this building beset by gremlins, and somehow Spider the Puttermans are back, and... even though in Futterman. this one, they died. Let's, all right, let's stop dead. right now. And just call them Futtermans. 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 Sorry. Names. Futtermans. Okay. The Futtermans. Futtermans. Futtermans just sounds more natural for some reason. Futtermans weird. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of a Putterman. A Putterman. I know the Putterman. Well, I mean the mu- the music with the the Gremlins when they're when they're doing singing their Christmas carols instead oh of actually God. singing a Christmas carol, they're humming their own theme. That's yeah. really that's, where you like break the fourth wall with funny. this movie. That is that's, that's the only funny. time that they that's they self-reference, right? I think. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's coming to mind. Well, I mean, they couldn't really self-reference because they're it's their first movie. I mean, it is really the only self-reference. But the second one really breaks the fourth wall when, uh, <laughs> yeah. it, it, depending on which version you saw, I saw it in the it's theater. different versions? And the oh, film, yeah, yeah the well, film the burns. Film and, the and then, uh, you know, because the Gremlins are fucking with your movie experience, and then, like, Hulk Hogan he's in is the in the movie theater. theater and he's like, you know, Gremlins, blah, blah, blah. Hey, Folks, I'm sorry, we'll have the movie back in a minute. Yeah. But if you watch it on VHS, the VHS. Or they re- then it's uh like it just go well at first it goes to static like i love the vhs version but ever since they put it on it it, like on dvd you only get the theatrical version so really yeah even though i think on blu right now they include like as a bonus like on t if you watch on tv it's the tv version where it goes to static well yeah but i'm just saying on blu-ray they they offer you can you can see the additional scene but on 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 uh on TV and VHS, it goes to static, and they start doing shadow puppets. So they <laughs> do an Abraham Lincoln, <laughs> but then it goes to like a John Wayne movie, and John Wayne is like, like, uh, like shooting over a, uh, a uh, like whatever a tree stump, like at the Gremlins. The Gremlins they're dressed up as cowboys shooting yeah. back at him. It's really, and then yeah. he's like, "Well, folks, you can get back to you know." Yeah. 
I like I like the VHS version a lot more than the the Hulk Hogan version. Man, when I was a kid, Hulk my Hogan. my brothers and my sister went and saw it at the theater at some point, and they were they came back with these stories about Hulk Hogan being on the screen. And then I never I, I don't know why I wasn't with them, but I didn't go at the theater. <laughs> you don't get the <laughs> when it was on video cassette. I was like, all right, this is gonna be that scene. <laughs> yeah. And then it was different, and <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? Like I always wanted to see that scene. But did you? I mean, did you ever? Like I saw Gremlins in the theater. The original the or one? two? The first one, yeah. Jesus. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> what year was this? 84. 84. It's one of the greats. I wasn't born. I was two years old. Yeah, Sean was I mean, not I, born. I, I, I went and saw it because, like... <laughs> we all feel older. I mean, I mean, the, 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 like, I mean, for like me, it's like my... I didn't go to a lot of movies as a kid. Like, a very little kid. So, like, I mean, like, E.T. is a fond memory. Gremlins. E.T. When was E.T.? That was... 82. Wow. And, uh, like, E.T. was a big one. Gremlins was a big one. For some odd reason, Empire with the Sun was a big one. Yeah, well, you're following around that kid the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> For me, it was Back to the Future. That was the... No. Well, I can't believe it. No. <laughs> really? No. And then, and then I didn't go back until Terminator 2. Oh, no, I just... <laughs> Well, I want to say uh, also, I think I think the shadow puppet thing actually did happen in the theatrical ones. So after it? after the film burns and it all goes white, you're like, I remember, oh, I remember, I remember, that's that's what I remember. the shadow puppets happen. That's yeah, what the I remember. Puppets. Was that yeah, not a tra- part of a trailer at some point? Uh, maybe uh, I, don't, I don't remember. Could it be part of a trailer or something? But shadow puppets. Shadow yeah. puppets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, two two is more definitely two is more of a a funny. I mean. I always thought too, like it has its horror mo- moments, cause man, that fucking spider. Yeah, dude, the spider scared the shit out of me. Did Chris Wallace didn't do part two, did he? It's not. Well, wait. Uh, I think crazy. We, I, bet, I bet they went Stan Winston. I bet you something. They're like, we got money. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. We're Captain Google. Yep, he did not no. do part two. No. I think so because they look awesome in part two. I mean, as much as and they're more, I, mean, I yeah, think they look okay in this, but in part two they look awesome. Oh my god! Yeah, it's a better looking creature. Man, yeah, I do many not different have, variations. I, like I, I don't own part two actually. See, we almost needed to do a double feature. And I like how they could never, dude. I, I thought about it's like thirteen dollars for the. I thought about like man, maybe oh Rick Baker to, did part two. Oh Rick oh, Baker, special effects yeah, supervisor. I haven't ah. seen part two it's in a long, awesome. long time. Yeah, I thought I about going to Walmart and getting it like for this, <laughs> but I'm an impulse buyer. Yeah. I do that. Awesome, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it does like I mean, as a Joe Dante movie, I think it goes and like sends up a bunch of scenes from other movies, you know, specifically Rambo. I remember Phantom of the Opera at the end. I know it does yeah. like a bunch of other stuff where it's like, you know, the Gremlins are always <laughs> yeah, doing shit that, that it does. That. Yeah. So good. yeah. <laughs> She unmasks the gremlin. Oh, yeah. Especially because you see that gremlin get acid thrown in his face like oh, in an yeah, earlier yeah, right. scene. So it really <laughs> just right. kind of makes sense. It's like, oh, well, it's so I mean, funny. Like, I, think, yeah. I think two sets itself up as that because, like, two is just like, like I mean, they're in a television studio. Right, yeah, Where they're, like, yeah. making shows on various things. So well, and they have it just each, each level of this building it can be anything. Sky's it is, the limit. It's whatever, anything. Whatever well, the building's supposed to be like. The all-in-one, right? Like, it's a mall. It's a TV studio. It's a science. Know, it's R and D. It's got a health yeah. food, yeah. like, 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 uh, whatever. It's uh, the cooking show and everything. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so God, I mean, I love because it. of that, you, 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 your sky. It's got a talk show on, on what you 
want to do. I just mean, Mr. Glasses. Oh, like, Mr. Right. Glasses is the best, <laughs> best gremlin ever made. I love like, that. What's oh, the best he's idea? He's the one that talks, right? Yeah, yeah he's yeah. the one that gets the brain. Like, yeah. uh, I'd like to take, take a moment well, and talk right. to everybody. What's going on today? <laughs> <laughs> that fucking movie. Well, the, there's the bat gremlin that does the bat. Right? Man, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my right. God. I forgot about that. <laughs> what? Oh, my he God. He does the Batman symbol when they show a light it's on him and it goes over and there's that. Yeah, because there's the, they're in that lab, they do the gene splicing and they have the vegetable gremlin, the bat gremlin, the electric gremlin, the Mr. Right, Glasses with the brain, the spider gremlin who's... Who's Spike? I want to say Stripe. Stripe was in this one, and then Spike is in the second one. Or yeah, it might be. I want to Spike say maybe, like, yeah. something, something like that. that. Yeah. And somehow the Futtermans make it back. Yeah, they do. They're, they... they're visiting. In, they're visiting New York. Even well, though I, they died. I, in I this. Oh, one time, one of them turns into a gargoyle too. I forgot that's about the bad, that. The bad one. That's the bad one. Which is funny, actually. I, they just did discover, man. Okay, they've like refurbished some. Uh, no, they refurbished some. Uh, some like uh, old uh, like French churches, and they recently just discovered that at some point in time, over the past thirty years, when they refurbished these churches, people have hidden uh, like mogwais and gremlins. <laughs> there's one where they they hid a H.R. Geiger uh, alien. Nice. Oh wow! So yeah, there's these old churches that now have like I mean you can like Google image it and they pop right up and they look awesome. <laughs> it's like it's so crazy that. People wouldn't notice these gremlins and these bagua, these nice. pop culture '80s characters <laughs> in these like freaking 15th century churches, <laughs> like now. <laughs> that's so that's like almost sad. it's almost sad. It's funny, but in a way, it's like it's one wow. religion. It's one religion merging with another. We used to have yeah, culture, it's... and now we have pop culture. Yeah. That's all we have. Like remember this man? Holy fuck, dude! Cats <laughs> are awesome. <laughs> I'm about, I'm about to get real on this podcast. <laughs> it really is so fantastic. That's that's just great. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the other thing about this movie, right, since it's a Christmas movie, it does contain one of the creepiest fucking Christmas stories. Oh, it does. My God. It like, really does. Dude, I teared up this time. Like, I cannot listen to this story without being like... <laughs> Holy Damn. fuck, imagine that. Okay, so, so here, here's something that, like, I noticed. This was the first time I noticed it. So, she's telling this story about, like... He's just looking for shit. Right? And he's just, <laughs> like, he's like, he's, like, checking the oh, phone. That's nice, dear. Oh, yeah, that's nice, that's nice, that's nice. You're telling the story about your dad? Well, yeah, yeah, well, okay, all right. Well, this is not the time. Focus is in once he actually right. is like, once oh, my God, what are you going talking on, like, he turns it yeah. Yeah, because she is just like this whole fuddy-duddy on Christmas. Well, yeah, yeah I like that, her character. Kind of yeah, that scene earlier just... where she's, you know, can we just drop it? I don't like Christmas, you know. Like they have that whole thing, and then later on, that's why. that's a good character moment. That's it like is. what's really missing is. from like every like love movie now, love it's story really now. Like her only real character moment. I mean, that was the thing I was looking at this time. I'm like, man, this really this movie no, is. No, she like... makes sure to cross her fucking cross your T's, man. That was like the whole point. Her very first scene. Is, is what she's like, uh, what did she say? She says something about like a funny merry old couple. Oh, make sure you cross your teeth. I mean, right there. I mean, that yeah. was, I don't And then the camera even pushes in on her. As soon as she does that, they look at each other and they give their little, like, oh, I think we'll get married one day. I think know? Travis Travis pushed in on her. That's, that's I'm telling you. Well, I like, I'm like <laughs> I notorious for that than the camera. I'm notorious for hating on love stories because it's like there's a good way to write them and a fucking like just cheap ass way. It's like that's at least this movie like does a good way. I mean, 
it's not the focus of the movie. It doesn't need to be because the movie's not called fucking Billy's Love Interest. You know, it's called Gremlins. Love, so. love in the Time of Gremlins. Yeah. <laughs> But it does have, yeah, I mean, that story is, like, it's just one of those things that, like, you remember that even after the movie's right. over years later. The guy's stuck in the chimney. Because it's you know, The way she describes it. Yeah, right? it's, like, oh, That's the first time I heard, I just saw, like, like oh. I, That's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. Like, fuck, dear Lord. That's when I smelt it for the first time. I was yeah. like, Jesus Christ. But I still think the characterizations for everybody was, like, really, like, you know, barely there. I mean, but how was she even Gizmo was him? barely in the movie for, like, like the mid-half of the middle half of the movie. He's basically like, okay, we're done with him, his character, so they just kind of get rid of him until like they need well, him again at the end. Well, but I actually heard that while they were filming, they didn't, they weren't going to have Gizmo be a character. They were filming not knowing Gizmo was going to be a character. Because Gizmo, he was going Gizmo's to turn gonna be the strike. bad guy at the end. And they're like, well, this is costing a little bit more money. We can fucking totally make money off of this cute-ass character. He's going to last the whole movie. Right, because they only designed so they the puppet to do the in. actions of the first half of the movie. And so once they got to the realize during the second, yeah, once they yeah. got realized that oh, like he's he, Steven Spielberg, this motherfucker's a lunchbox. Came down and said he's the hero of the movie. He needs to. And that's why this is not a horror movie. Stuff. This is like oh, okay, we have to keep him in for the rest of the movie. So he's kind of like you know mid-production. They're like oh, we have to keep him going. So, so does anybody know what the original script of this it was like movie? horror? It really it was, was like Chris the mom have you read it. I haven't read it. I've read like uh, cliff notes. On uh, certain things happen. Like the mom gets her head cut off and they roll it yeah. down the stairs. Oh, I thought I thought uh, that like, happened to Mrs. Movie. Duffy or whatever her name. It's the mom. Is. I'm pretty sure. Like she dies during that encounter with the gremlins at first. Now, how evil I do think are the, the Santa Claus. Really, well, like, dude, it was, it, well, this movie something. was going to be like it was not supposed to be a family film. Like I said, that mm. all came in when money came in. It was still going to be was relatively Spielberg. horror. Spielberg turned this into a family. Film. Yeah, because well, money you need it. You need that money. Because I'm sure he wouldn't have minded having a Jaws on his hands. It's just like, dude, we actually want to show the monsters in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in order to get the budget you want, you have to be able to bring in more people. Yeah. yeah. Which is, all, I mean, we'll get into the conversation. Like, But this movie, uh, because of that variance, was responsible, along with what we were talking about earlier. Um, Temple, right? Temple of Doom. Right. These two movies were responsible for the creation of the PG-13 Rating for movies because they thought certain parts of the movie were were scary. a little uh, yeah a little scary for that but a didn't, pulling a guy's heart out through his chest didn't warrant like, right <laughs> didn't warrant an R but also didn't think it should be PG because so there's not like felt like, like okay they say they say goddamn a lot like Mister right. Putter Futterman Futter, Futter. <laughs> and, and <laughs> they say caca a lot. Kaka, uh, kaka, <laughs> way too oh, much. That's that's G. Yeah. I mean, I can understand the Temple of Doom getting a PG thirteen, but this, I mean, you're dealing it's with plenty, animated. But yeah, but it's the good. microwave scene. The microwave scene. The that's blender scene. Yeah, smoking. Even though uh, there's, there's gunplay, she stabs him with a knife. There's lots of guns. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure I mean, smoking didn't even come into it. That was time. all like cartoons yeah, back that was in the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they yeah, didn't even care about that. This time I watched it, it didn't, it didn't strike me as much, but the last time I think we watched it, because I think I was going into it like, yeah, it's a Christmas movie. You know, I hadn't seen it in a while, whatever. I'm a Christmas movie, it's for kids, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, this movie's got like a cruel streak, like a mean right. streak. I mean, these gremlins are playing for keeps, you know what I mean? And yeah. then you got all this gore, you know, kind of. But it is just enough to keep you going, because, like, they show how brutal they are, and then it goes fun. Yeah. The yeah, whole movie. Yeah. It's really funny how the rest is, like, implied violence. It's mm -hmm. like they show how they only attack, they only attack the mom, really. Well, the mom, the teacher. And Deagle. 
And the Mrs. They're tanking everybody on the streets. But it's not like, you know, but that's like the comedy of it, right? When a guy's running down the street and he's got like three or four. I'm telling you, that's like a Halloween costume next year. I got to think of how to fight Gremlins. You wanted to do the Santa Claus thing. I've always wanted to just run down the street. <laughs> I've always loved the opening Dude, of this you movie. do that, I'll be the Easter Bunny with the critters. Oh, in my God, oh, Easter Bunny yes. with the critters. There we go. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I'm in. People will think we're dating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's wearing pink. <laughs> yeah, so, uh... Yeah. Uh, I like how, uh, the Gremlins are, like, genetically predisposed to Snow White. I have, I think it has something to do... I swear to God, like... I want to find out more, like, maybe I'll have to listen to the commentaries, find out. I'll be damned if that doesn't have something to do with, like, Disney helping Hitler, like, and then they're talking about the Japanese gremlins thing, and then these gremlins love Snow White. This just seems so weird to they me. They know the lyrics to Hi-Ho, Hi-Ho. Hi-Ho. It's off the work. Just I'll see it without much prompting. Without even seeing it. And then, they and, all stop. And Gizmo. They stop. They completely Right, and he's singing it when dude, they get into the lobby. They, oh, as soon as that movie starts, they stop, dude. Like, Everything stops. That's so funny. Other, but as soon as, like, the dwarves are going, they're like, Hi-Ho. See, again, I think, uh, maybe this is just me, I don't know what I'm reading out of this, but, yeah. you know, the fact that there is so much celebration of movie technology, it's like, when they're all there and they see a movie, it's like, oh my, you know, it's Joe Dante basically talking, you know, you know, it's uh-huh. his experience, he's yeah. like, here's how film works, here's film, 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 movies, 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 and, like, they're watching a movie, and it, like, actually stops them, so they can, like, behold the grandeur of you know, <laughs> film. <clears throat> That's true, yeah. 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 It's 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 just a celebration really. Yeah. Right. All right so that's Gremlins. Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, we got <laughs> We got just enough time for wrap ups. There you go. Yeah. So let's start with Brent. Brent. Oh yeah, it is me, isn't it? Wow. It is you. Look hey Brent, it's you. Hey ho. Um hi yeah. Yo. Hi ho. Gremlins. Yeah, of course I love Gremlins. Um Gremlins is something that when you're dealing with again our generation um it it's a staple you know i think it goes et gremlins uh, chronologically not in a matter of awesome movies well for you it goes back to the right, future well, that's that's it you <laughs> know i mean it's it's, it's it's e3 e- <laughs> back to back to the future so it's twice. <laughs> so on a timeline, a chronological timeline, it's E.T., Gremlins, Back to the Future. And then whatever the hell else happened after that. <laughs> the rest of history. Yeah, we, we don't really care what's happening. Yeah, but this this is. This is a movie that, um, even watching it now, tonight, I mean, I like, Sean, you were talking about seeing the guy in the tree that, you know, like the, the special effects. Like, this movie wins me over. This is like a magic act. Like when I'm watching it, like I'm in. Like I'm, I don't see any wires or I don't see you know the the stop motion. I don't see any of it. I'm just there f- along for this you know this fun romp through through the back lot of Universal. You know I mean like it's it's uh it's everything that you bring from your childhood and then you're watching it again and it's all the comedy and even more comedy tonight. I I realized how. F- like Tom, I think you helped with this. I realized how. Well, I was like, I mean, honestly, I was like, just 
it was one of those time moments where it's yeah, just Tom was cheerleading from the back. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And much like the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park last week, Tom was providing the inner monologues of the <laughs> while <laughs> yes. they were on screen. And just getting, I mean, it's like when you go to see a movie with a full audience, you get like a comedy, you get that much more of a experience out of it. Like, I had time, so I was good. Like, his. Have you ever been to a movie theater where people, I mean, they're like a laugh track for a TV show where they're just like, dude, that wasn't even fucking funny. What are you cracking up? People are just like. (laughs) Yeah, but. And like the worst joke. I mean, it's like, dude, what? That was like one of the throwaway jokes, and you're fucking losing your shit to it. I think that's what, yeah, that's what heightens it, you know? I mean, like, it's very easy. People are paid. It's like, it's like seeing a stand-up comic live and getting that, like, finding every single joke funny versus, like, every fifth or every tenth joke funny. Like, it's it, it brings that much more to the whole experience. And watching it with Tom and I mean I think we all we're all laughing but Tom especially watching it with you and getting that much enjoyment out of it like that heightened the experience for me like specifically in the bar scene and in the theater you know I mean all that stuff and just watching it again tonight I I noticed new things I I I have a newfound appreciation for uh, how they set up certain characters like the who's the old lady that takes the Deagle Deagle like Is it Mrs. Deagle? Yeah, Mrs. Deagle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mrs. Deagle. I mean, uh, her, you know, out. yeah, her rocketing out of the <laughs> window. It's amazing. Is like that that visual is like impressed upon me, but watching it this time, everything that they set up to that point, you're basically cheering when she gets slung out the window. Like that that's that's great, you know. I mean, from the first time you see her, it's good morning. What's so good about it? And then, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, all all that <laughs> stuff is, you know, I mean, She's very like Scrooge. I thought she was very Mrs. Gulch from The Wizard of Oz. I mean, yes. like so much that she wanted yes. the wants fucking the dog. dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's piece. Wizard of Oz all the way. Yeah, um, she is very Mrs. Gulch. And every every character. I mean, there's not a lot of characters in this film like key characters, and every single one of them is a unique, rich, you know, full character, and it's it's great. And the layers of this film. I mean. From the E.T. references to the everything pop culture from the 80s is all in this film. I mean, from the first frame after you leave the Chinatown. The first frame you see Indiana Jones on the billboard, basically. I mean, it's the radio station, but it's basically Indiana Jones. And that just, like, that whole Spielbergian, you know, thing exists throughout this whole movie. And it does. It feels like I know it's a Joe Dante film, but it does feel like a Steven Spielberg film too. I mean, I again with Feldman. I think Feldman had that character been more prominent, that would be like your your kid, you know, just doing his own thing without parents. Corey Feldman never has parents in movies. Yeah. He was like, he was parentless, I think, in Joe Dante's The Burbs. In The Burbs too. And Goonies, yeah. right? He doesn't have. Yeah, yeah nobody. At least they don't like appear on the screen. They he really does have don't. Parents in the Did they come boys. at the end? I don't know. Yeah, they're asleep on a bed. I'm sure they do. The, yeah, they they never really in. play a big, a big part. Still, yeah, he's always just some kid running around. Yeah. When did the Feldman Haim fucking? Let's start with that's the a, Lost Boys. Yeah, that's, a, that's a whole conversation. Uh, Seven. So the this... Frog Brothers. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, he's not a Frog Brother. Yeah, poor yeah. Sean Astin. He had and a they do shot appearance. at it. He could have been. He could <laughs> replace Sean Astin and Corey Haim. I think. Like. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean. It's it's Gremlins, you know. If 
if you haven't seen it, obviously you need to see it as quickly as possible. If you're, you're, you got to be like, oh boy, I don't know, under five. What, I, like when, when, when is a good time to see this movie? Like eight, eight, yeah, yeah. eight or nine, something like that. Yeah. So parents, show your kids. No, um, I, I should probably ask this because I mean, like, this is my Christmas pick. Right. So, is this a is this a Christmas movie? Does this fill you with the spirit of Christmas? Uh, I think it, no. It looks cold. <laughs> it looks cold in that movie. Cold. <laughs> it's absolutely like a Christmas scenery scenic movie. Um, everything about it you can watch during the line. Does it, does, it, does it leave you with a Christmas message? I don't know. Technology sucks. It, it kind of leaves you with, uh, with a like kind of. It's weird. It kind of leaves you with America is you know not quite ready for, for uh, like it's, it's almost <laughs> yeah. It's almost like a shame on you. You know, like you're not ready for oh, this. You, you Americans. You're not ready for this. The, the power of the Mogwai. I don't know. I, I, I don't think that it's a Christmas message, but I think the whole film is very Christmas scenic. It's Christmas heavy. Centric. It's Christmas centric. Yes. And if, you, if you're looking for a good movie to watch during Christmas, this is absolutely a good movie to watch. But I mean, it's not a, it's, it's not a Christmas story, you know? No. Even though it is a present. Gizmo is a present. Yeah. It, it is and he gets his present Christmas. taken away. <laughs> but it's yeah. like an alternative Christmas movie. You got your Scrooges. But and it's your, so Christmassy. It's a Wonderful Life and your like Die Hard is so Christmassy. Yeah, but you can't it, help it. Well, I think yeah. it goes in the in with Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, you know, whatever the fuck. It's like these are, you know, it's like these are, you know, movies that you were like, well, what are you watching this Christmas? It's a Wonderful Life. I'm watching Gremlins, you know, <laughs> right. Die Hard and Lethal Die Weapon, hard. you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And again, it's it's things that we grew up with, so obviously we're gonna choose those over maybe sometimes even over like a Christmas Carol or It's a Wonderful Jingle Life. All the way. Or, <laughs> Jingle All the Way. I saw a Jingle no, All the Way ever. at the theater. So did I. <laughs> and I can't and take I will that. Never be the, yeah, I'm sorry. I was never the same. We have to live with that. <laughs> You're gonna have to die with that. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. I'll never give him my theater money until he's a legend of Conan. It's holiday smash it. But yeah, uh, if you're listening, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure you've seen Gremlins. Um, but I would just recommend show your kids if you have kids. Show everybody uh, Gremlins. Yes. Gremlins. Yes. God, I was hoping that was it. <laughs> Dude, I was... Uh, yeah. Yes. It might be. <laughs> I remember uh, when I was a kid, gremlins were everywhere. Fucking coloring books, story books, painted books. Uh, it's just one of those... It is. It's just one of those, like, man, it's part of, like... If you were in the 80s, it's just part of your life. It's part of your childhood. Like, I... I, I, I don't eat... I don't even know if I'll ever watch this movie again. I just I know this movie like up and down, left and right. You know, there's like nothing to this movie. It's like I don't remember. I don't know. You know, yeah. you know. I remember everything about this goddamn movie. I've seen this movie so many times. <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I guess the meaning of this is uh, honestly, I really took it as like I don't know. I think Joe Dante even like some early Spielberg. It was almost like the anti Wall Street. It wasn't the greed is good. It was all the we we the poor middle class people 
you know, you, you fucking evil corporate bastards, you own half the town and you keep squeezing us, you know, and, but then you also have these people that aren't, you know, whatever, if they're not ready for technology, whatever the hell they're trying to say there, I guess that's, so what, it's like anti, anti corporatism, <laughs> like anti, are the gremlins a weapon of mass destruction? Is that maybe the thing? It's like you Could know, because be. I think it's like you're working not with ready biological for the power the Gremlins of the, Three. You know the the power of this weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. You're not ready for it. So I don't know what the fuck a China man has to say about it. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I mean, old, I just the old world. I think I, I still think he. You know, I just like how this movie it just set off that like the fun monster of the '80s. You know, Gremlins, Critters. That goes into like then you got the cheaper ones like the munchies and and uh, ghoulies, fucking ghoulies. Man. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen critters. What? Yeah, oh, we'll, fi- hey, get, we'll fix that. It's gonna be a little longer since Yimini we just watched Christmas. Gremlins, but I've never seen. What? We're gonna know, watch critters. critters. Might have to come like now. It's We're gonna just, have to watch. Does this kind of lead into the puppet or puppet masters? Uh, it's more Chucky. Sorry. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, this was the fun monster, you know, the critters, fun monster movies. We want will our, come. Well, we want our, it's like we want our monsters to, to. it's almost like the Freddy Krueger factor, where well, it's like we want our monsters to have, be kind of funny and goofy, but also, They're you still know, violent. Yeah, they want their violence, but then they also want these guys to be comedic and like, you have a hoot with them. They're yeah. like just super chaos. Right, it's like the Joker, right? It's, it's, yeah. it's just pure chaos. It's just like this sense of, you know, you want to laugh. And they smoke cigarettes and, you know, they do all the fun stuff you do. And... It's kind of like Return of the Living Dead. But the zombies are, you know, they're like jokey and kind of. Yeah. It's the 80s, man. I mean, that's it's the thing the that makes 80s. those movies Boom. so awesome yeah. is that they made fun. The closest thing I can think to that recently is like Slither. Mm-hmm. You know, like Slither was a movie that had that kind of Just mentality, pull. and fucking nobody went to see it. So apparently, well, we're mean, past that. Now. Where the hell was it released? <clears throat> Everywhere. I don't recall it being right. in theaters here. I saw it in theaters here. So like people like want their horror and... movies to be well, that's serious. That's pretty normal, though. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, people want their horror movies to be serious. But uh, I mean, yeah, I can't say anything more that hasn't been said. Yeah. Gremlins. Gremlins. Everybody's seen it. You've seen it. I've seen it. <laughs> I agree. You've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen this movie like 30, 40 times. It's not, it's not a frame of this movie I don't know. Um, I haven't seen it in a long time. Um, probably all the way through a good five years. Um, I forgot how funny it was watching it again tonight. That may have had something to do with, you know, the group dynamic um, or Tom, what have you. But uh, I, I don't remember this much humor, but... Um, definitely a classic. Um, probably uh, somewhere in my, I'd say, like, top ten Christmas movies. Like, it's a Christmas movie for me. Definitely in my top ten. Um, uh, it's a fun movie. That I think the, uh, I think all the animatronics and puppetry, I, I still think it is great today. I still think it holds up. Um, I'd rather see all this than over some CG bullshit that they would, that they would make today concerning this stuff. Um. Definitely highly enjoyable. I mean, it's it's Gremlins. If you haven't seen it, fuck you. 
Well, fuck yourself. Fuck you. Watch, watch Gremlins once. If, I mean, if, if I can see it haven't 40, seen if I can see it forty Gremlins, times, why the hell are you listening you to the Saturday Night Raw show? Once, but, Go fucking like, listen to some fucking Wall it's, Street it's, podcast. It's it's still a great movie. Get the fuck out um, of here. It's still highly enjoyable. But like Travis said, I don't know if I ever need to like un- unless circumstances like this, I don't yeah. know if I ever need to watch it again. It's I've seen in it. There. I've seen it so many damn times. Like I've got it memorized. But still very enjoyable. Um, still a classic. Definitely see it. Uh, thumbs up. Definitely recommend. Well, all right. Well, I mean, it's kind of interesting just listening to the three guys who went ahead of me, where it's there's a lot of nostalgia fueling the appreciation of the movie. I mean, I also saw this movie when I was really young. But I guess if I'm looking at it critically now, it's like, you know, there's a number of things where I think the 80s were also full of, like, this kind of, <clears throat> it's where movies became, atten- you know, attention deficit Did disorder. Did it have the 80s stink? Well, I mean, no. only only in the way that we're looking at, you know, like, you know, obviously they're puppets instead of CG or whatever. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, that's the thing where I look at, like, would a modern, would a modern eight-year-old, I don't know, you know, who's raised on other stuff that's modern, like, respond to it the same way that we did. I think, you know, the concept and the story is still, like, you know, interesting enough. I mean, I think that, yeah, I mean, I think it's good. It's a good enough, well-produced movie that, you know, yeah, would do they're that. cartoony enough. It will keep their attention. Sure. Mm-hmm. But it's also, you know, I mean, I think it is kind of short on the character department. I think the, I think it's, I think what redeems that is, you know, that it's well cast, where the personality of the actor, I think, like transcends the stuff that's actually written for them. Uh, so I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, like, you know, '80s movies I, seem to have like that kind of. Uh, I just don't know what else you would put in there, like how much backstory, because then. You would be looking at just scenes of exposition of, pe- of people just talking about. Their well, right. Pa- like I think that's the problem with our movies now, is that they believe the audience is 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 uh, just deficient in attention. So instead of the characters just acting out a play and seeing time move on, these characters are just sitting down with each other, being like, you know what? Remember five years ago how I did that? And they think that's character building when really all you're doing you're not moving a story along. You just have your characters just. Just, just, just fucking diary of the mouth. Just talking about pointless facts about them. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, I don't know. again, I'm, I'm, I'm maybe I not, like the character. I mean, well, yeah, but I'm not. Well, I'm just. Saying, I'm saying I recognize that there is very little character development. I'm not saying that it works to the detriment of the movie because the movie's focus is in a different place. I just watched. This is interesting. You know, I'm making a comparison. I just saw a movie called The Golden Voyage of Sinbad, which is done by uh, Ray Harryhausen in 1973, right? Ray, Har- Ray Harryhausen was an effects guy. And so, you go to see that movie, it's like, what are you expecting? You're expecting stop-motion dinosaurs or whatever the fuck the guy's gonna come up with. He co-wrote the story. He was the effects, you know. So, you go to see Sinbad. Do I want to get a great story? Not really. What I'm there is to be wowed by the effects, by what's right? Mean? And I think, yeah, Caroline Monroe's in that movie, so yeah. Uh, but, uh, it, yeah, um, but uh, the I think that's the same promise that Gremlins is making to you. It's like, you're not actually going to see, like, a heavy drama or anything like that. It is basically saying, like, there's going to be monsters. There's going to be lots of monsters. You're going to get a monster fix out of this, It you know. And I think in that regard, then it delivers. I think, you know, that the, the special effects are awesome, you know, for the time, you know, do they hold up? I don't know. I can watch it now and say, you know, it still works for me. So I guess that's where I'm going to leave it. But, you know, I don't know. Um, so that's a positive thing. Uh, 
also what was I thinking the um, there was a tie-in you know that we were seeing that um, some of the characters were like referencing Wizard of Oz or It's a Wonderful Life. Doctor Monroe and the Murrow, yeah, Doctor Murrow, the island Doctor Murrow. That was kind of funny. <laughs> but um, we were talking about Mrs. Deagle, and it again, this is a tie back to. It seems like I, I don't know. Again, I keep coming back to It's a Wonderful Life when I when I look at this movie. Maybe because of the Christmas setting, but Mrs. Deagle kind of fills the same role as Mr. Potter, right? And It's a Wonderful Life, like the evil bank guy who's like uh. squeezing the life out of you know i mean that george bailey works for kind of thing it's like it's got that kind of thing going on for it at the same time that uh you know b- before all the gremlins uh gremlin action explodes but you know i mean i don't know i'm reading that into it but uh uh no see i, I think I, you're right i mean you're you're relating to everybody's situation not who they are personally you're relating to everybody's situation mm-hmm. the yeah, same way yeah. when we were watching the last starfighter we talk about the reason Spielberg and all these guys, the, re- the, the reason their movies feel this way is because right from the get-go, the town knows each other intimately. They're like, hello, Mrs. Hoo-ha. Whoa, hey there, Billy. Hoo-hoo. You know, everybody knows everybody. Yeah, Saying they're hi appealing down the to, like, mid-America or whatever, like, mainstream, not mainstream America. It's like small-town America, small-town values, because, you know, even though I think still... You know, most of the money for uh, I'm saying grosses. I think movies make more on the coasts, the American, you know, east and west coasts. I think still there's like so many people in the quote unquote flyover states that are actually a, a huge bulk of the audience that'll see this eventually on you know like the well they come from there, move to the cities. <laughs> yeah, so that's what yeah. that's actually you know in some ways what because I can't even think of, like, I mean, Spielberg, you know, Close Encounters, and that's 77. I mean, that's the first one that I can really, immediately springs to mind, where it's like, you know, we're going to make a movie about, you know, like, this middle-class Central American kind of, you know, home life. I mean, where there's kids and, you know, and, yeah, and Gremlins. All yeah, all his movies, yeah, yeah, Jaws but, was like that. I mean, that's it's a true, little yeah. community. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, all like his that. movie is like he takes the fantastic idea, then put the he puts the family into it. That's what he always does. Yeah, puts the family into it. And I think that's what makes you know that that's why you like, like what you're saying. You don't need maybe a whole lot of characterization just because you know who the people are. They're because supposed they're, to be you. They're, yeah, it's you know they're not like you fill it in types, but well, yeah, you, I would say they are. This hey, is, here's Billy. He's the nice kid. He's the oh, here's his. Buddy, he's who's the he's family. he's the same age as Billy, but he's yeah. like followed the the he's a sheep that followed his way to the top of the bank. Where Billy's this independent artist guy, and you know he's yeah, you know he's sure. got a hope and a dream that he doesn't want to be this banker kid he taking wants to care be a of his family. Well, he wants to be a comic book artist, right? And yeah, like, yeah. And you know, an architect. And yeah. how how many people can relate? You know, I mean, they they can definitely relate to the. I was bummed out he became an architect. I was like, oh, it's poor guy. Dreams, right? He's the one with the eye, and the, he's the dreamer. Where everybody, you know, the other his counterpart, the Judge Reinhold character, is the realist or whatever. Yeah, well, so is his girlfriend Phoebe Cates. She's a realist too. She's just like, eh, whatever. She's she's well, she's not getting paid for the second job. It's also yeah, it's all community too because yeah, Yeah. he's like, I was just thinking about that scene where where she's like. Yeah, I'm helping out at night because this guy can't afford to, you know, pay the waitress. And he comes in by, he's like, hey, give those guys free beer on the house or whatever. I'm like, god damn. But that's what, it's like a socialist bar right there. Like, like 
Well, she, she, just, she just didn't free. want to go out with him. I, I didn't even know if she actually was working that night. I can't remember. Did she? Was she? Yeah, yeah she, she was. was, she, was taking, she showed Mr. Futterman home. Right? Yeah, he yeah. Just, she just said he. she was just taking up slack for the neighborhood drunk guy or yeah. the bartender guy. I don't know how she knows him. And I like how they, they, <laughs> the, Weird. they also... We don't need to know that character development. No, <laughs> Sorry, Colin. I know that this is your wrap-up. Yeah, this is your wrap-up. I, I know that we, uh, we didn't touch on this, how the Futterman, we get an insight into their relationship the oh couple where they he, like he's watching the tv right and it's some comedy special for, <laughs> for christmas <laughs> and she's ta- trying to talk red to Skelton, him actually he's watching red Skelton. she's not red even trying to talk she's just like annoyingly cheerful she around is. him she's, she's like Deck the husband yeah merry christmas and, he, and he's giving these looks like, like uh, whatever you know Jeez. like, like he deals her like he deals with this every night, and then the, when he gets involved is when the TV goes out. You know, the, there's something wrong with the antenna. <laughs> Stop and messing with the TV. That's when his Forward attention is grabbed, not by his wife, who's, yeah. you know, doing this stuff. It's when the TV goes out, you yeah. know. I mean, it's it's like that disjointed, but also probably very common. I was going to say, have you ever had a, I've actually had a girlfriend like that who was so eager to, like, make sure I was having a good time. She'd, like, look at me and, like, just smile, and it's like, <laughs> what? What are you fucking smiling at, you know? What do you want from me? No. <laughs> Quit being so fucking cheerful just so I can be happy, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, that's a funny relationship. I mean, it's all those little... <laughs> do you recommend this movie? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I guess I'll wrap it up. Uh, I, I guess, you know, if that's the other thing that... Uh, and maybe I just said this. Uh, that if, you know, if you're looking at this movie as an effects picture, then it has some spectacular, you know, uh, 80s, 80s era, uh, you know, plastic and latex and foam rubber, you know, mm. special effects. It's got a awesome score by Jerry Goldsmith uh, uh, he he actually is in Gremlins 2 for like a minute he has a cameo really? and he died uh, I don't oh. know say within the last 10 years but I mean that guy was responsible for some of the greatest you know music scores of all time and this one I mean especially you know if you've seen the movie you can probably you hear a couple notes from this and you'll know you know that's that's <laughs> Gremlins la 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 yeah and uh, you know I mean Joe Dante Ooh, also you know, I'm a big fan of his, you know, especially his horror work. I think, you know, this is his early horror work. I think this is kind of, you know, that that uh, moment where, you know, the power of Spielberg shines on you. Like it shined on Toby Hooper. Should have shined on the Howling. him the, uh, you know, the <laughs> opportunity to do uh, Poltergeist. It shone on Joe Dante and said do Gremlins. And for Gremlins, it actually worked, or for Joe Dante, it worked out. And he got a career in Hollywood that... Led to you know movies like Small Soldiers mm. and uh, mm-hmm. Space Space Jam. I see, I see, I see what he did with that gift. Yeah. <laughs> he did great jobs with that gift. <laughs> Fucking Space Jam. <laughs> Fuck. <clears throat> yeah. I think we found Tom's director. Fuck well, didn't he like in really the? Uh, didn't he do Matinee? Wasn't that him also? And uh, uh, I don't know. I want to say he did Matinee. Interesting. I'll have to go right back movie. and look at that. But, uh, and Inner Space, I think, was probably his I biggest. I like Inner Space. Yeah. I do not like Inner Space. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I like I, I, that's, uh, still, that's a great recommendation for Gremlins. Tom? Uh, yeah, I mean, Gremlins is near and dear to my heart. I mean, it's one of my probably top ten favorite movies of all time. I mean, it's... He's tearing up, folks. It's on his list. You know, I mean, it's... I, I guess in some ways, what is Colin said, it's... It's it's a representation of my I knew it. inner like yes your inner inner gremlin. inner inner chaos you know <laughs> this this uh, this what I 
If nothing down. mattered, if Tom could just go nuts. Yeah, if I, if I could go nuts, I would fucking be a gremlin straight up. And <laughs> terrifying. At, at some times, I am a very much gremlin-like. At your furry conventions? <laughs> Should we point out that Gremlins is part of the like the pop dialogue, you know, the English language, like, oh, Gremlins on the computer. I mean, sorry. I'm I don't sorry. think it is anymore. <laughs> what the hell, man? That's like, that's like, <laughs> it's World War II slang. That's like mum's the word. That shit's like over. Yeah, nobody thinks about Gremlins being an electronics anymore. At one point, it was, yes, I'll give you that. No, it was, but like... So much uh, up to a certain point, like yeah, it, I agree. It was like you know, like, it was not that long stuff ago. I used to watch right? as a kid. Yeah, yeah, a long time, a time ago. Trolley tickets. Yeah, like thirty years, like thirty years ago. <laughs> I mean, stuff uh, I used 30, to watch 40 as a years kid. ago. <laughs> stuff I used to watch as a kid used to make reference to gremlins in the computers and stuff it's like, like that. It's like cats pajamas. But, <laughs> yes, we're, we might be a little past. Throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, baby out with the bathwater. That's why fucking Mister Futterman was talking about it, Brett. It's because the mother. Fucker was old. Damn it! <laughs> Why did I Don't learn things from movies. <laughs> yeah, I know. Futterman <laughs> was talking about it because he was in WWII. WWII, right? I. The big one. All right, I'll, I apologize to the listeners. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Gremlins is. I don't know. It's. it's, it's it is special. It is. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think you you need to see this movie. If you haven't seen this movie and you're listening to this podcast... Like I said, fuck you. Get the fuck out. Like, stop and never unsubscribe. Hey, let's stop. And never let's fucking that. come let's back. Let's stop that. driving listeners we away. Have, we have, like, we have five. All we right, don't need not, listeners. Hey, we don't, we don't if need they them. haven't seen the Gremlins, they do not deserve... They, they're listening to the wrong podcast. They'll make the them. remake here in like two, three years. You'll see. I don't it think soon. you guys understand. We're trying to draw listeners. Uh, I don't think we are. <laughs> in this case, I'm not. We'd be on YouTube if we were trying to do that. Yeah, you, you need to, you need to see Gremlins. You probably already yeah. seen. It. You need to see it this Christmas because the remake will be soon. soon, and then you will yeah, fucking yeah. forget about it, <laughs> and the movie industry will like cover this up and pretend it never happened, and they'll just want you to watch the new one. This is Tom's wrap. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, okay. I just had a little something to add. We all had a little something to each other's yeah. wrap ups. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I, you need to see it. See the original. There's no remake. See the original thing. before thank they God. make a remake. Thank God. Uh, I mean, you know, it's like this is a perfect movie that was like toys were readily made. It was just like E.T. It's like poof. You uh, can make the fucking commercialism. Mm. Fucking right? commercialized. G.I. Joe is awesome because they had toys. Commercialized the hell Let's get this real G.I. Joe had toys then, uh, you know, made movies. They did have Gremlins toys. Oh, they were awesome. anymore. They had Ghoulies toys. No, they still do. They still sure. Young Toys R Us. You can buy yourself some Gremlins toys. Dude, I had a, uh, they make, yeah, they make, dude, Toys R Us now. They still sell. Dude, they make like, you shop at Toys R Us? Yes. They make like the Gizmo Yes. And Yes. They make like the Gizmo Furbies where they move their fucking eyes, sing the song. No, they they, they, they wow. sell like the gr- wow. they, oh, they sell like the sellers. plastic Gremlins oh, ones too. That like, was like like three or four years ago. They started repat. They yeah, started they redoing they Gizmo. Oh. Yeah. I mean Gizmo, everything you can get. Like here's Gizmo yeah. with the ears covering his eyes because he's sure. kind of sad. Yeah. You can get the. I mean, there's like wow. three or four different Gizmo faces you, you can get, get on your stuffed animal. Well, sure. Yeah, I figured. Like, no, Toys R Us in the store right now. Well, really, right now, pick yourself up. It's actually. 
actually, know, it's one company called NECA. You spell yes, it N E C A. I was just yeah. going to say, like, NECA. Yeah, NECA does. Because NECA, they do all the old toys. Like, oh my God. Just all movies, toys. Did Furby have to get the rights to. It's not a Furby. It's just an animatronic. That's pretty close. I mean, Furby totally. Now that I'm thinking about it, that's Teddy Ruxpin. Furby's a goddamn girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Furby's a Teddy Ruxpin. Furby's a Mogwai. Furby is. A <laughs> you get that fucker wet. That thing's like a after chicken midnight. Thing. I don't know what a Furby is. Fucking. That's almost fun. gone the way of mum's the word. Fucking Furby. <laughs> that shit's old as cat's pajamas. <laughs> God. God. You know what, Brent? Up. You're real keen. Yeah. I yeah. told you that. You're on the trail. Yeah, that's keen. You, you, you gonna talk about your, how you're Furby and your fucking Tamagotchis? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, uh, Tickle <laughs> me, Elmo? Fubu? What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> we so, all right, so yeah, that's a recommendation. <laughs> a recommendation? Yeah, it's a recommendation from Gremlins. Hell yeah, it's a recommendation. It's you a, don't psh, steer us. Much. It's a 100% <laughs> recommendation for Gremlins. This is near. Uh, the, this is my crazy movie, man. What? Like, this is your crazy movie? It's one of my movies where it's like I get all excited movie? about. Oh, yeah. oh he's yeah. all Gremlin about it. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Jurassic Park. Uh, so, do you recommend this? Yes, movie? I recommend. It. <laughs> I, I, awesome. I like, uh, I like it. Well, there you go. That's the final word on Gremlins, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, next week, it's my pick. And so, continuing the uh, Christmas theme, we don't have to do this. Like uh, just uh, the rest of you guys. Oh, you motherfuckers! Don't, you don't have man. to pick. I'm you motherfuckers saying, made us pick Halloween movies, well, yeah, bitches. Because it's fucking Halloween. But I'm just saying, you don't. Halloween have to, does have more. You don't have to pick Christmas movies. You can if you want. I'm just saying, I am picking one for the season, and it's called Hardware. Hardware. <laughs> which takes place in apocalyptic, uh, post-apocalyptic future with killer robots. But damn it, it takes place on Christmas. On Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's a clearly a warm, warming... Let's see, I'm going with the alternate Christmas pick. Uh, Wait till so, you see my Christmas pick. <laughs> <laughs> group of so, Germans take over a tower. <laughs> one man, one cop has to stop them. Mine actually has like a Christmas scene in it. Oh, That's like my hey, Christmas scene. <laughs> one scene yeah. is Christmas I don't theme. think I... I mean, I don't have snow. There may be a Christmas... I don't know. Uh, so yeah, that's next week. On the Saturday Night Freak Show, you can reach us again at Saturday Night Freak Show at yahoo.com. You want to talk to us? We'll talk to you. Email us. Or check out our website, SaturdayNightFreakShow.blogspot.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and PodBay FM, all in our quest for global domination. Whoa. It's going to happen. 